Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Before we start tonight, mm -hmm. can you give me your best Frank Underwood impression? What do you want me to say? <laughs> I love it. I was looking at the camera too. So, yeah. yeah. Give me one of like what something he says, something like creepy and, and funny. 2024, 2028. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin Spacey, if you're listening, if you ever want to have a week off, so now you can take over. Army man. Dooby to dooby to do. That's not our new theme song. <laughs> that is Sine's version of House of Cards theme song. Great theme song. Gets you in it, doesn't it? It does. It, it sums up the whole show as that sort of creepy, ooh, mm -hmm. what's happening, underbelly of society, politics. And then a little... <laughs> <laughs> this is I Only Like You, a movie review only podcast now on. This is episode one of season two. Woo! Who would have thought we'd come this far? We made it. Whoa. So we talk about movies that we really like. And TV. And now TV shows. Although it's Netflix TV. Is House of Cards actually a web series? Oh, why are you or so it... worried about the specific name of it? I'm, I'm oh, just... Trying to open up the viewers, listeners' mind. It's to a think series, I guess. It does win Emmy Awards, which I is... I watch it on television. You do, but you can easily watch it on an iPad or on an iPhone. <sighs> it's delivered via the web. Why don't we call it whatever you want to call it then? Is it just a big feature film just split up into no! different parts? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever it actually is, <laughs> it's up to season five. Um, history. Context. Mm. <laughs> I I watched it before you, didn't I? I had it on DVD because Netflix wasn't here in Australia the first season. But I had it on DVD before, I think. Did you? I, yeah, we still got it on DVD. Do we? Yes. The first season of House of Cards, we do. Did you watch it without me? Yeah. I don't think we were together, or perhaps we were, or... I don't think you wanted to watch it with me, perhaps. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we had to watch season one again. Okay. It's not important to the review. <laughs> anyway, season one, we loved. Oh. It was wonderful. Boy, did we love it. Season two, it was still pretty good. Yep. The ending, wonderful, when he became president. Yep. Season three, mm. Mm, there's a bit more of the same sort of stuff and it was like, what's the point of this? Season four, a uh, bit better, but mm. like, also, who's, who's Tom Yates? What's he up to? Oh. You know? Season five, which we've come to. <sighs> I mean. Has it gone on too long? What are we doing at this point? Has it become a, a caricature of the show that it once was? Lonnie, he pushed her down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> he just went, well, 
That's it. That's it. I'm president now. I can do what I want. I can push someone down the stairs in the White House and then no uh, one will be ever suspicious of me. What? It's so funny because the thing <laughs> that, like, got me hooked on House of Cards was when Zoe gets pushed in front of the train because mm-hmm. you're like, holy shit, she was a main character. They just killed her off. Didn't see this coming. He's ruthless. No one is safe. Really interesting. And then top that off with the Peter Russo thing, which is just... Oh, Peter Russo was first, though. Oh, was it? Sorry. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. Those, do you know those, what I mean? They, like, like a double couple, punch. right? And yeah. you're like, holy shit, there's nothing he won't do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they know that we like that. So now <laughs> in season five, they're like, let's just kill everyone. Every second character's dead now. <laughs> Leanne's in a car accident. Kathy's been pushed down the stairs. Yeah. We killed a terrorist kid in the basement. They, they shot his new boyfriend as well, the reenactment guy. Oh, yeah, they he, did too. He jumped over the fence. That wasn't yeah. Frank's fault, that one. <laughs> See, I think the show, you're right, they've sort of got me confused about what we like about it. Yeah. <laughs> I I was never a huge fan of the president killing people like that. That was, a, you know, it was all right, but it is definitely the far-fetched sort of soap opera elements of the show. What I really liked and what I read online, other people really liked as well, is that we saw Frank um, manipulating people. Yes. When we saw him turning people against each other, when we saw him making somebody believe that they were actually winning mm-hmm. when they were doing exactly what he wanted them to do. And then he turned to the camera and let us in on the secret and yeah. be like, oh, my God, we're complicit in this. I still maintain the best elements of the show were in season one and season two, mainly season one, mm-hmm. where he was trying to get votes when he was the whip. Yeah. The whip. 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 When he was the whip and he was actually up against opposition, he didn't have you know the whole government working for him. He actually had some conflict that he was up against. And also, back in the early seasons, especially season one, they were actually doing policy, which I know seems like a kind of interesting thing to, to want more in a political show and or, you know, we want, just want the drama. Yeah. But it actually felt like they were doing something for the country mm-hmm. and that there are things at stake. In this last these last three seasons, season three, season four, season five, it's been literally the whole election they've yeah. been going towards. Yeah. And, like... Has anything else happened ever? It's interesting you say that because Frank says in the show, you don't want me to actually do anything. You just want me to do something. You want action. And I'm kind of like, mm, no, I'd like you to do something. I'd rather do something, yeah. And I don't want to get too political on a House of Cards podcast, but increasingly we've seen around the world that people want their politicians to stand for something. Yes. So either, like, Frank's totally got it wrong or the show's got it wrong. Mm. They think we actually like him and the rest of the White House just to be talking about how we can... Get over, get this one guy, you know, get over him, backstab this other fella. Like that's not what's interesting, you know. Even even the people who support Trump, who I don't understand at all, they voted Trump because a because he was, you know, a symbol of all their hate and whatever. But also he was said he was going to do stuff for them. Yeah. They thought actually thought that was going to happen, and that's the same thing that's happened with Jeremy Corbyn and Bernie Sanders and no one in Australia, <laughs> no one in Australian politics stands so much, do they? So, yes, back to my original point, I think it was better when Frank was actually trying to get stuff done for the country because we actually had something at stake and actually said something we like we could, we could have a, yeah. a win or a loss. Yes. You know, and it was actually yeah. good when he lost a few times and when he screwed up. Yes, yeah. I thought it was interesting. We both had the same idea that first season was going to be Whip, second season was going to be VP, third season was – oh, hang on, no, he did Secretary of State. No, he, he became president at the end of season two. Yes, he became, exactly. He came VP at the start and then he Season was, 3 was going to be president and at the end of season 3 we'd see a fall and a fall would probably be season 4. Be the, and then 
House of Cards, 13 episodes, equal to 52, which is the number of cards in a deck. Oh, my God. That would have been cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> you should see Sinead's face right now. Her eyes are wide. Her mouth is dropped. The number of cards in a deck is 52. Yeah, there's 13 on each. They Good. could have made... Oh, my God. Right. Missed opportunity. Yeah. 100,000. Like, go back in time and fix this. This is... Oh, my God. They just dragged... Oh, my God. They they've... could have done that. Right. That would have been so cool. <laughs> Instead, they've dragged it on far too long, I believe, even mm. though I really like the show. And... And it's a bit of a guilty pleasure still, and I know yes. that's not great. Yeah. And we still watched it in a couple of days, and we're like, well, this is crazy, but... But the thing is that they think because people like a show... this is, I'm, I'm going to drop some truth bombs here, right? This is my hot take. I think networks think that because people like the show, that means they want more of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the right line of thinking. Yeah. If anything... People could love the show and it could live on in our memories of the best show of modern day if it was four seasons of well-put-together interesting stuff like Breaking Bad, Mm -hmm. right? That's perfect in everyone's memory because it knew when to stop and it was finished. I think the issue with this, with House of Cards, what's going to happen is that they're going to get cancelled because it's going to be season 26 and we're not doing any more, like Grey's Anatomy, (laughs) and then they're going to have one season to wrap up everything and I think it will feel forced like in Vampire Diaries, all of a sudden they got cancelled, shit, Nina's left, we need to wrap everything up. And it's not going to feel true. And I was really on board with it in season one, but now I just feel like what mm. more is there to explore? Like yeah. the thing about Frank is you're kind of rooting for him as well as wanting him to fail, right? And because he's such an awful person, you want to see them fall. And at some point we need to see that. We can't just have him winning everything and winning everything and getting away with everything. Eventually, I need Hammerschmidt to find out what's mm-hmm. going on. And they hinted at that a lot in the season and had a few scenes yeah, of him finding out. stuff out. Yeah. But nothing happened in the end. Nothing at all. <laughs> and yeah. you know what else we didn't talk about with the death? Bloody Tom Yates' death. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing I've seen oh in a my long God. time. I hope it was done on purpose to show Claire's ineptitude that she can't do something as good as Frank because all her DNA is there. She was having sex with him as he died and she did it in another guy's house. And left him to clean the body. And left him to do it. So now he's got this over her for the rest of her life that he can use. Who are those people? (laughs) Who are they? Why are they there? (laughs) Before we get to that, can I just say something about what you're talking about, how we want four seasons of good stuff rather yes. than 20 seasons of bad stuff. Yes. The problem with TV, mm. and even on Netflix it seems, mm. is that it's designed to go forever. To it's make de- money. It's designed to wring out every cent they can. And I feel like people... ideally the show would go on for 10 years, everyone mm. makes lots of money, and then they get a new show that goes for 10 years. Absolutely. You know? And you understand that from their perspective. But, like, that's not... What good TV is, though. And it, it it strangles the creativity, really. Yeah. I feel like it's more of a, a... I feel like it's more of a capitalist way of, like, viewing this as, like, an exchange and something we consume in mm. media rather than something that could have a real impact on society and, like, art and, like, making you think and that kind of stuff, which I think is more important. All right, let's talk about the, the weirdest thing. Right. 
the weirdest thing of the new season. Mm-hmm. Campbell Scott has turned up as Mark Usher, who was working for Joel Kinnaman in the Republican presidential candidate. Conway, yep. Yes. And has somehow ended up in the White House working for Frank. Just, yep. I'm not, I can believe that, right? Let's just, you know. He's like a savvy political operator. He works for anybody. Doctor. doesn't have any morals. He sure. just goes for the people with the I'm, most power. I'm willing to believe that. Patricia Clarkson, mm, who's yep. a great actor, mm. has turned up. In one of the weirdest characters who, like, also likes health stuff and does yoga but then also knows everything about every country. Supposedly has contacts in ISIS, Ico, sorry, and Russia and China and China and (laughs) everywhere else in the whole entire world and seemingly has more power. Power than the president. What is... And she just turned up in one episode. Like literally halfway through the season and then she's just there and we're like, okay. She's in the bunker (laughs) with the president. And then then we're all like, you know the thing that annoys me most about them? What? They leave the president's office. No, this is a serious thing. They leave both Claire's office and Frank's office without being excused. They just leave. I'm sorry. Were you dismissed? No. Who are they? What do they do? I don't understand them. They're obviously together. And is the whole idea that, like, no one can bring Frank and Claire down unless a worse couple like Frank and Claire. And if that's the thing, I just think that's shit. The only person who can bring Frank down is himself. Yeah, he would have. it would have been better if he, he looked overlooked something or was too arrogant and mm-hmm. that's what he they He's down so for. clever. He thinks mm-hmm. he's got everything planned and he hasn't. And he shot himself in the foot. Well, they hinted at that when they found Zoe's phone. Yes. She, she had to burn a phone that nobody else knew about or had look, overlooked. Yep. And then that was just dealt with, weirdly. Yes, I, I really don't get those two characters. And, like, I don't mind bringing in new characters later in seasons. It's a bit strange because we've spent, you know, four seasons already with Frank yeah. and Claire and everybody else, but I'll go with it. They seem have so much power. Their roles are so ill-defined, undefined perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> It's very strange that all of a sudden these people turned up who've never mentioned before, have never had any power before, and don't seem like their roles are important. Like, if she turned up as the new Secretary of State, perhaps you could believe that she yeah. has these contacts or something or has worked with the UN or something. I, I literally don't understand what she's been doing. And she won't give a straight answer to Claire or Frank, which, like, fine, ooh, she's mysterious and whatever, but eventually they'll be like, no, Tell yeah. me how the fuck you know these people. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's just silly. Can we talk about a thing that you hate most of all in the show? Yes. The fact that Claire became vice president. Oh, and, and now president. <laughs> Ridiculous. Now, I don't want to be, like, hating the woman on the show or anything. I think she's an awesome character and she's so cool and collected all the time. And Robin Wright, oh, Princess we, Buttercup. We both love her, yeah, so right? it's so, not coming from that at all. She has never held elected office right? Her only claim to fame in this world is that she's married to Frank. Um, she, I'm sorry, she ran a charitable water company or something well, that, for that's great. an episode? She ran a non-profit for a little while and was pretty bad at that. Remember she fired that woman yes. for no reason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you remember? She was appointed to the UN, which I'm pretty sure you can't do that in America because of anti-nepotism laws. Anyway, that happened and she was shit at it. That's right, she, she screwed up the thing with Russia. Yeah, she wanted to run for Congress by herself and then Frank was like, no, you can't do that. And so 
couple episodes later, she was going to leave or something, if I remember correctly. <laughs> you can see we haven't followed these later seasons as carefully as the earlier ones. And she turns up as his vice president. That would not have happened, right? That I just, I just can't buy it. That's can, where you draw I, the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can buy the murder and stuff because that's fine. It's a that sort of weird show. This one, I just don't understand how they could think that's a good move. Her only recommendation is the fact that she's married to Frank. Yeah. And Frank wasn't even that popular. No, it's and, funny. It's I kind of think of it as like if Michelle Obama had, but I think people would have because they really like Michelle Obama. The thing is, they would have liked her after. Brock became president. Yes, though. yeah. They didn't know her beforehand. No. And if Brock had come in in the circumstances that Frank, Frank did. did, I don't know if that we would have that same yeah. impression. Yeah. I could understand it if she had been a congressman herself or a um, senator or a governor or had literally or any done anything else experience. in her life. Yeah. I just think it's like one of the stupidest things the show has ever done. And I guess if they're leading towards this thing where Frank had to quit and she's become president, yeah. But I just don't think. America would buy it. The fact that she only became vice president because yeah. of her husband and he's had to resign and now she's president. I don't think Americans would accept that, especially because he's resigned at the end of the season under such a cloud. Well, can we just talk about that for a second? He's spent five series now trying to get to be president. Yeah. And then at the end, it's sort of like an, oh, P.S., I didn't want to be president anyway because I've realised there's no actual power. Like it took you going to the secret meeting in the in the woods to find out that sometimes there are people who control politics, you know, rich rich businessmen control politics from the shadows. Like you spent how how long in DC before you you found so that confused, out? So confused, so confused. That was a weird episode, wasn't it? I just feel like I don't know what like he's just going to be what a person. He's going to be an ex president who resigned under accusations. Serious accusations of misconduct. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. And I, that, something else I don't like about this season is the whole election thing. How there had to be a runoff, a different election, and Frank and Claire con- concocted a terrorist incident so the election wouldn't work because they saw they were failing and stuff. Right. And then all that thing about the, the different amendment they had to use and the secret second election and the Congress, and she was put in by the Senate and whatever. It's like, just because you've read a history book and <laughs> you've worked out this is a crazy way that could happen, possibly. Yeah. And it's just such soap opera sort of sort of way of doing things. Mm. It could have been a regular election. And in fact, I was looking forward to him losing. An election? Losing the election and then coming back. That could have been an interesting way of doing it. You can see why they didn't do it. But why not just have him win by like a very narrow margin and then maybe what they've done is it's cool... It did drag out the election for, like, another ten episodes, well, though. So. I think the issue I had most of the season is that there were so many things that were hinted at being, mm-hmm. like, an interesting sort of development. Yeah. Like, Conway's PTSD were like, oh, he's kind of crazy and what's going on? Well, well, and then yeah. he just lost and went away and nothing happened. And I, I guess that's true to life. Like, we don't hear much about Mitt Romney anymore after he lost to Barack Obama in 2012, but... In terms of the show, he was built up as a big character. He was, yeah. And the same as the um, guy who was going to run for vice president, the general. He was built yeah, up as having his own lost. issues and under a cloud and everything. Like, there were all these things that were built up. Yeah. The new guy that comes on to work with Hammerschmidt, I'm like, oh, cool, he's a young gun. He's going to figure it out. He's going to get in with Seth and everything. But and then he just not. 
defects to the White House yeah. and then becomes one of them. I'm so confused by it all. Something I've read a bit online, I've been reading some angry comments about the series. Earlier on, Frank really had to fight for everything. And I mentioned that before. This season, he wins the election after he's done the terrorist thing. He seemingly clicked his fingers and suddenly there was a terrorist event, right? Crazy. Mm-hmm. But also, he just was handed that audio clip yes. of Conway going crazy. By that cra- yeah, I have no idea how that happened. Who was that person? No clue. Like, that would have been cool if he decided to go with that and then it turns out it was a trick or something. But yeah, it was yeah. just like, oh, no, here's your... He was handed the, the solution. Yeah. Literally. Strange. The thing that um, obviously it was hinting at the end with the final scene where Frank's trying to call Claire because she didn't pardon him in her first speech mm. is that they're going to pit the two against each other, right? Which they've done and they've hinted at going yeah. down the line, pull back, I know. go again, pull back. It was, I wish they had back in, was it season three where she, she said, gonna I'm going to leave? Yeah. I wish she had and it was an actual thing yeah. because now I feel like we've, I don't know, there's only so many times you can be promised something and then not yeah. have it delivered before you start to not care anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't really care if they're going to be pitted against each other. What's he going to do? Yeah. You know, he can't do anything. I'm, he's going to kill her, isn't he? Yeah. And yeah. I guess if we're looking at it, you know, he's powerful. Like, she, she's not as good as him is mm. kind of the way, right? Like, she couldn't kill Tom Yates properly. She stuffed up Russia when she was the mm. UN person, like... There's issues. She's not as seamless as Frank. I don't know if that's intentional by the show or if she just, that stuff was circumstantial. Well, she has doubts about what she's doing as well. I think that's the problem, isn't it? Frank doesn't give a shit. Yes, (laughs) yeah. And it would be interesting seeing them pitted against each other. That could have been interesting two seasons ago when we were coming into presidency or she -hmm. was going to run as a separate candidate or... I don't know, there was more stuff there. There's nothing here to work with, I don't think. Mm-hmm. What's there to work with? He's already gone under a cloud of judgment and suspicion and she might not pardon him because she doesn't want mm. it to affect her presidency. So what? Yeah. I don't get what, the, what they're trying to do. Tom Yates as a character was honestly giving me the shits towards the end. <laughs> I was glad to see him go. <laughs> well, he was really cool when he first came into the show. He Absolutely, kind of, yeah. He, you know, threw out some interesting curveballs to the president. No and, nonsense, mm-hmm. writing the truth, had integrity, all that kind of stuff. And then suddenly just loves Claire. That's his only character trait. Yeah. I, in a creepy way as well. Yeah, in a super creepy way. And then he wrote a book that was going to expose everything, but then it didn't, so, like, it's all solved and there was no consequences. Yeah. yeah. My favourite part of the season was... N- a few episodes in, and it's something that should have, you said should have been the end of, it, of an episode, and I totally agree with you. When Claire turns to us and she says, just for the record, I've always known that you're there. Right, right. Yeah. That was scary. And you're like, oh, <laughs> she's talking to us. <laughs> and she's like, I'm just not sure what your intentions are. And mm. then we go, oh, I don't know what our intentions are. Mm. I guess we want to see you fail. And then she mm. doesn't trust us. Like, we become complicit in that, and that was so interesting because it was so cool at the end of season four when she looked at us as well mm. as Frank mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, my God, they've been in on it together what? the whole time, right? That was so, so clever. But it should have been a big bombshell moment at the end of an episode where, mm. oh, my God, she's talking to us. They just threw it in like ten minutes through episode eight or something. <laughs> and then she never talks at us again mm. until the end episode where she says, 
my turn. Yeah. And I have yeah. such an issue with that piece of dialogue yeah. because it's so on the nose and right. so like days of our lives and ugh. Mm. Why couldn't she be why couldn't she say something like I I like the idea that she says to us, now you're on my side or something mm. like that. Now we've been brought into it as in picking sides if they're gonna do the whole pitting against each other mm. thing. We don't have a choice who we're watching. Mm. She controls that, right? Mm. So now we're on her side and we know Frank's there and he's a danger to us and he's a danger to Claire and that was more interesting. I don't know. My turn just sounds really ugh. I don't know about that either. That was weird. Kind of screwed that bit up, didn't they? I think you and I, we're pretty smart, right? Mm. We're one of the dumbest people around. (laughs) What a a ringing endorsement. (laughs) We've watched lots of TV shows over the years and films. Yeah. I couldn't follow some of these episodes. Honestly, I had no idea what was going on. And, like, after a few episodes, I was thinking, okay, it's not that because I'm done. I think it's because the show is glossing over the most important parts, like, trying to be clever. Yeah. But not exactly explaining what the hell's going on. Especially, like, Patricia Clarkson's character is probably an example of that. Yeah, yeah. She's brought in as a all-powerful... <laughs> omnipresent character it's funny that you say that because i was holding off saying something to you because i thought oh i'm just silly and i'm not following it but lonnie will know and then i was like who are they and what are they doing (laughs) and you're like i honestly have no idea what's happened this whole season like what what and maybe that's because there's been less of a defined threat defined opposition like early on we knew his journey he was gonna try to become president now, we're not, what are we trying to achieve? What's he doing? I don't really understand. And these people are all talking quickly about stuff that I don't really get. Yeah. I guess it's like we're not trying to achieve anything, you know. Like yeah. he's trying to remove the suspicion that happened for the election. That's mm, it's not strong enough. I don't know. Yeah. We haven't even talked about old mate Hacker Dude who went to Russia and turned up oh. dead and Leanne was like Jesus he was her ex-stepdad but also lover. I, would, like, I have no clue what and, that was about. Yeah. <laughs> no clue. You know, my favourite character early on was Doug. Yes. Right? He does everything for the president. And then they're like, oh, you have to go to jail for murder now. Yeah. Well, and Doug's like, yes, definitely, I will. I, yeah. I was I, get that. Oh, so confused. And when Seth is the best character and the most likeable character, I mean, <laughs> you're in you've trouble. got an issue, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You want an interesting fact about Campbell Scott? Hit me. He played Richard Parker, i.e., in what? Peter Parker's dad in Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, really? The ones with Andrew Garfield. No way. There you go. You liked him in his skivvies, didn't you? Well, they, he turned up at the White House, all of a sudden he throws him out. He was a black wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> I had an issue with his performance in the show. Mm. See, he, like War Machine, where we had some characters who were playing in different films, he was playing in a very different he was playing television series, wasn't he? a very naturalistic... Going to chew gum while I'm talking. Kind of mumbling. Kind of mumbling. Really realistic. Up against Frank. <laughs> Up against Frank, who literally turns to us like he's in Shakespeare. Yeah, he's a Shakespearean like, the film, melodrama. This, sorry, this <laughs> series is a heightened version of reality. So I don't think you can stick in a naturalistic performance and a realistic performance and we're all just like okay mm. with it. He wasn't at the same level as everyone else. Just the way that everyone else talks is very specific, very slow, very calculated. And he's like, oh, I don't know, it was, a, it was Guy Conway and you got to go out there. And uh, uh. I was just like, in another show, sure, you're a great actor. In this show, I feel like 
look at every other character in the show. And I don't think it's in, done in a cool way where, like, he's coming mm. in and, like, is the yeah, outsider different. and different yeah. whatever. But Perhaps, yeah. I just, oh, it was pissing me off, honestly. And I, I worry with all this stuff. So what's the end game? Frank just kills everyone who disagrees with him and then... Yeah, end of season 10, it's just Frank and... Frank and Doug. And Doug, they've killed everybody in Killed America. everyone. They're covered in blood and it's a zoom <laughs> out and then end screen. And then he, like, winks at the camera. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't really understand yeah. what we're going to achieve. It's... I don't know, it's strange. It's really strange. But next year when the next season comes out, we'll, we'll watch, watch it. it. We'll watch it probably, you know, won't we? We so. will. So I do hope it ends soon, though, and that's a strange thing to say about a TV show that you like. But, it is, yeah. You know, you'd rather be a Breaking Bad or even a the, – the best shows seem to end early, don't they? Hmm. It's never really a show that's on for 20 years that everyone loves. Like even something like The Simpsons is well past its prime, you know? Are they even making new episodes of that now? Yeah, well, really? Yeah. I thought they just replay old ones. No. Everything else, you know, you got a good, you know, well, two to four, two to five year. Yeah. And I think they're probably pushing it now, House of Cards. I do wonder if they should do sort shorter seasons as well. Thirteen mm. episodes is a lot of filler. There was a lot of filler in this season. It could have, like, honestly, it could have been done in five episodes. Yeah, they could have had like four. Hour-long episodes or, you know, 70-minute episodes. Why not do something like Sherlock, you know, that kind of thing. Like a special. Yeah. Although we had a problem with Sherlock too. Well, we did. But I mean the format. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm annoyed at this season because I really love this show and it was so clever and, like, sleek and cutting edge Mm. and you're ruthless. It it knew it was being a bit silly as well at the beginning. It's kind of lost that a bit. Now, instead of just a an intelligent, oh, wink at the audience, we know what we're doing here, it's just become, like, silly. Mm. And it's, I don't know. Like, really, they get someone to ram Leanne off the road? That's yeah. that's your big thing? Right. I, I don't know. I just. All right, this season I'll probably give it two out of five, I guess. I'd probably give it three just because I really love yeah, the I show. <laughs> <laughs> but this season in particular mm. was not the best. But I still like it. We'll still be there next season. We will. Hopefully that'll be it. <laughs> See, I'm worried. They're raising all these questions, right, like about Frank. Is he going to get off of his charges yeah. and what's Claire going to do and are they going to mm. get away with everything and is Hamish Mick going to find it out? And they found out about the organ donation and then that didn't affect anything well, for that, some that reason. That was the stupidest part of the whole show. <laughs> she said that she knew that Doug had done it all the time. What? Yeah. To me that seemed like they just had backed themselves into a corner and – it was the only way I could think of getting past it. Mm. Nothing else indicated that. No. Made no sense. It was stupid. But the issue is they've got all these questions now. Are they going to be able to finish, like, answer it all mm. in a season? You can't just keep raising questions. This is where Lost failed. Mm. Every episode was like, oh, my God, there's a new element to the <laughs> island. And then yeah. back yourself into a corner and eventually you have to answer these questions mm. that are being raised. That's right. And I don't think House of Cards is doing that yet. And I'd like to see that happen. Well, that's our thoughts on Season 5 of House of Cards. Next week, we're talking about The Keepers. Now, that's an interesting show. Mm. Yeah, we got lots of thoughts about that. It's a heavy one. So, yeah. if you haven't seen it, I, pro- I don't know if this is kosher to do, but probably don't listen to it. It's going to yeah. be intense. So Yeah. We'll come to that next week. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Claire? Claire? Where is Claire?
Well. Well. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 